good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Our passage for today is found in the book of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 6 and verse 16. Uh, the Bible gives us a really good verse to meditate on. I've actually heard this preached on many times. I've heard it quoted many times. I know it by heart myself and have, I don't know that I've ever preached on it, but I do know that it is a verse that a lot of people are drawn to because of how how appropriate and plain it is to a, a, a servant of the Lord. The Bible says this, and remember, Jeremiah is using this to the preach to preach to the people of his day. It says this, quote, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Uh, there have been a lot of opportunities that I've had as a as a preacher of the gospel to be able to counsel people. Uh, even people that are supposed to be the people of God who are really struggling with, with genuine rest for their souls. Uh, there just seems to be a restlessness, a, a sense of uh, dissatisfaction, kind of a spiritual stumbling along. There seems to almost many times be a gloom hanging over people. And yet they're having a hard time putting their finger on the reason why. Uh, and they come to the study, and, and I have opportunity to open the pages of Scripture. And I often will refer to this passage of Scripture because uh, a lot of message that are preach, messages that are preached on it emphasize everything under the sun in that passage except for that last phrase that I read, finding rest for your souls. But that's the exact promise of the verse. That's what the Scripture is talking about there. Um, remember, Jeremiah is preaching to a rebellious people. Uh, they, he is preaching to a nation of idol worshipers who've turned from the one true God. Many times it was subtle. And there's always good excuses that people have for turning to things that are illicit loves in their lives, uh, wrong idols that have been concocted. And people allow those idols to slip into their worship room and they give their attention to that instead of uh, the one true God. And it's not that they deny that the Lord is God, but what happens is with their mixed worship, with other idols that have crept into their lives, it stunts, it it it, uh, it causes one's spiritual growth to to leave the tracks, and it ends up being very ugly at times. The promise of this Bible verse is that if you will stand ye in the ways, number one, if you will uh, return to the fundamental truths of how you became a child of God, and the verse says, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein. Basically, what Jeremiah is doing is he's pleading with a rebellious people of God to put away their idolatry, to walk in truth, to get back into the scriptures, to be able to renew their thoughts and meditations in the word of God and what brought them saving grace in the first place and to return to that. Because see, folks, listen to me. This is exactly what happens when people... Uh, fail to keep the main thing, the main thing in their salvation. 
Because it is true that when we get saved, we want to go on in the Lord and in our discipleship with Him, and we get involved in a Bible-believing church, and and there ought to be a time of rest there. There ought, And I believe there is when people initially come to the Lord. There's this sense of soul-deep rest where they're able to just be so grateful and satisfied and contented in Christ. When you're following those old paths— when you're following those things, those fundamental truths, the simple, basic things that brought you to Christ, um, you do have rest. And I would suggest to you that the old paths in this verse has to be a hungering for God, a righteousness, a humbly walking after Him, walking with Him. Uh, if if you have anything else that's your priority, then you're not going to have rest. Now, what am I talking about? Well, I would suggest to you that there's a couple things that really cause you to become sidetracked when it comes to finding rest for your soul, where you're just irritable, you're annoyed, you are you are frustrated in your Christian walk, and, and you just don't know where to turn on that. Could I suggest, number one, and this suggestion's been made before by plenty of preachers, so it's not original with me, but I would suggest to you that if you find... Uh, that you got saved and then you went on and after a while your identity began to come from your accomplishments uh, for God, your visible things that you're doing, uh, then you're going to not find that rest for your soul because that's not where you get it in the first place. I mean, don't misunderstand me. It's a right thing to want to make a difference for the cause of Christ. You want to do that. You want to make, see see these things. You want to serve the Lord faithfully in your life. But it is wrong to assume that all of these external efforts define who you are as a child of God. Uh, or, or even make, makes it possible for you to stay close to God. Listen to me, dear folks. You're listening to this right now. The things you do, whatever you do for Christ, uh, maybe you're serving at your church and you're a Sunday school teacher or, or a teacher or a deacon, or maybe you're, you're in charge of maintenance, or maybe you're one that's responsible for getting flowers and all these other kinds of things that go into serving God. And you're trying to do all of these things as the fruit of what God's done in your life. But your identity as a child of God is not wrapped up in what you do, but in what Jesus did, in who he is, in what you've put your faith in. Uh, We rejoice that we are found. Uh, Do you remember that verse in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1? It comes to mind. There is therefore now no condemnation, no judgment. There's no condemnation to them which are where? In Christ Jesus. Not there is therefore now no condemnation to those who teach Sunday school or who help in VBS or who do all of these things. Folks, those aren't the things that identify uh, you, uh, 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 you as a servant of the Lord. Your goal is Your main goal is not great accomplishments and external works, but your main goal is even what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 10, that I may know him. That is your goal in life, is to know him. 
if you are trying to rest your spirit and your soul in the things you do, then you've become misguided and your life has taken a left turn. Because let me ask you something. Uh, If you were laid up, maybe physically or in some other capacity, you were incapable of, of being able to do those same outward external ministries. Where would you stand with God? Would you feel like you've lost him? Because you see some people do. That when I am prevented from doing those things that I have been depending on, then all of a sudden spiritual depression creeps in and I'm restless in my soul. Um, Let's make sure that we make the main thing, and that is a pursuit of the living Lord Jesus Christ and knowing him better. I hope that's your goal. I hope that you're running after that, that you're relentlessly chasing after the Lord every day by ransacking your Bible and just marinating your brain in the words of Scripture, because that's the way that you'll be found in Christ Jesus, because Jesus himself said, if my word abides in you and you abide in me, well, then you're going to have find rest for your souls. God bless you today. I'm going to remark on this more in the next podcast. Don't forget to listen in then, and I'll share with you some other practical suggestions about finding rest for your soul.